So we have been working on a series about prayer. We've gone through several different things throughout the last few weeks. Uh, we started off with worship and prayer. Prayer with worship, we went through that. Uh, we went through petition, asking God for what we need in prayer, which is, uh, of course, one of those things that we're used to doing. We talked about praise and admiration. Talking about nature and people being grateful of what God has made and put around us. We then talked about intercession or the work of standing in for someone else, praying on behalf of someone else. Uh, we talked about that, and then we talked about the Holy Spirit. So we've been talking about several different things that have to do with prayer, types of prayer, and uh, the Holy Spirit and how he helps in prayer. And we're going to finish up with one more, round out this series, uh, having thanksgiving in prayer. Thanksgiving in our prayer. So, I just want to say in our personal lives lately, uh, I would use the word ramped up. That's been, it's been very busy lately. My personal life, our family, work and school, church, with four kids that are growing with more and more extracurricular activities. It's been one of those busy, busy seasons and we've been running in overdrive for a while now. We were getting ready uh, to go on vacation in the next few days, as you know, and uh, we had our days all planned out. You know how that is. Like the last moment of every little thing that's got to happen before we can leave. So on Thursday morning, this last Thursday, I get a call from Amy early in the morning. I'm already at work, and uh, she calls me and says, well, I'm stranded on the side of the road. Okay, well, my vehicle turns over, doesn't start, and on we go. It's the vehicle we were going to take on vacation. So, my work was flexible, and I went, and we got it towed home, and I put it up in the garage, because I'm stubborn like that, and I got to try to fix it. And so I tore down the fuel tank, got a new fuel pump in there, got it all set, still doesn't work. That's a lot of work to do a fuel, a fuel pump in the tank. And if you didn't notice, cars have become much more complicated. If you ever had used to work on cars, and now you uh, may send them off somewhere to work on them because they become really difficult to work on. I spent two days after that learning about CAN bus which you don't care about probably, <laughs> and fuel pump control modules and all the things that exist in a new car that didn't exist even a couple years ago in a car. All the computers all across. And so I spent days talking to people and looking online on every video that every guy ever posted about fuel pump control modules. And right now, I'm in the midst of one of those things. My part's coming from Amazon. 
tomorrow might be here, and it might work, maybe. And if it doesn't, I gotta have uh, backup plans. And I've had some friends offer help and some different things here. But in the midst of all of this, in the back of my mind, my first thing is to say, why now? But then I start to look at the situation and say, I'm glad it wasn't three days from now in Pennsylvania. Or we're heading to Washington, D.C. afterwards to see my cousin, my family, somewhere stuck in downtown D.C. is not a good place for that to happen. So when you begin to look at your life, even though it's not all laid out like you'd like it to be, and it doesn't all work out according to your plans, that's not what God has for you. What God has for you is in 1 Thessalonians, as we talk about prayer and thanksgiving. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. We're going to look first there. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. First Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. Well, this is pretty self-explanatory, right? Talk to God in every situation. Whatever you are going through, whatever the level of stress and difficulty in your life, however it, the situation in your life does not fit, that's what we need to do is talk to God regularly. And I don't even just mean, okay, catch him on five minutes a day and that's what I, I mean all the time. Think about him. In every situation, when those stressful moments come up and you don't know what to do, you had another plan, it was all supposed to work out just this way, but instead... God says, no, it's not going that way. It's not going to go the way you thought it was. So instead of saying, I'm so angry and I'm so upset, he says, stop thinking that way and say, talk to me about it. God, I don't know what to do in this situation. I don't know how to fix this. Whether that's literally or figuratively, I may not know anything about a fuel pump control module. But God knows. He knows all about it. Whatever the level of stress or difficulty or whatever thing is eating at you because it just doesn't work out right, we all like things the way we like them. It's the way we are. We want them to be our plan and our thought for the day, for the week, and the month. We got our feathers ruffled pretty easily if it doesn't go that way. It's the nature of being human. So God says, first of all, talk to me. And then verse 18, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Well, that's where I'm supposed to stand up and teach about this, right, this week. So God has good timing with all that, where he says, so let's see how you do with this. 
Let's see how thankful you are when you're pulling down the fuel pump out from under the car and you have to leave work and you have to do all the things that you weren't planning on. How thankful are you? Be thankful in everything. It doesn't say be thankful when it goes well for you. Though you should, right? Be thankful in everything. So you start to have to look at things differently. And first of all, look for all those little things to be thankful for. So as I'm under the car, trying to learn more about all the things that are wrong with it, I started to think, I'm grateful that I have a job that I was flexible enough to leave whenever I need to. And I'm very grateful it didn't die in Pennsylvania or further away. And I'm grateful that I wasn't in a big city. First of all, I don't even like big cities. But sometimes <laughs> you have to go there to see the people that you do like. So I'm grateful I wasn't in a big city broken down on some six-lane highway somewhere. It's less stressful on your way to Lindenville, right? <laughs> from here, right? <laughs> it's okay, here. I am grateful for YouTube videos that someone else put out there that they've struggled through this same thing. I'm grateful for friends that I can call and will help me out, more than one. I'm grateful for tools and ability and a dry place to work on a rainy day, because we've had a few of those lately. I'm grateful that God's given me enough broken down cars to teach me how to be stubborn enough to keep trying, right? <laughs> I'm grateful for those things. I'm grateful that Amazon can get me apart faster than any dealer and anything else. And I can have that maybe before I leave, if that's God's plan. I'm grateful for friends who offer another vehicle. And the list goes on and on. And that's what God says. First of all, get your head right first and start saying, thank you, Jesus. Even if you got things that didn't work out your way. Even if you got stressed and you say, I don't know how to fix this. I don't know how to get it where I need to go. And I don't have time for this, God. And that's what we say a lot of times. I don't have time to get sick. I don't have time for this to break. I don't have time for this to happen to me. And God says, well, I guess you'll have to make time if that's the way I got it happening, right? I guess you'll have to make time. And so we have to learn. First of all, talk to him in every little spot, every little thing, and every big thing. And second of all, come at the Lord with thanksgiving, knowing that this is not a mistake. Even though it seems like a mistake or something wrong in your life, it's not a mistake. There's a purpose. Philippians chapter 4, let's turn there. Back a few pages to Philippians chapter 4. We've read these verses before in this series, but they're good and full of things. Uh, so we're going to touch again on these. Uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6. Be careful, that is anxious, is also a good word, for nothing. 
But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So here it is. This is our world is full of it. Our world is full of anxiousness. We are so anxious, and the world is so anxious and hyped up about everything that's going to happen and could happen, and that's all going to be terrible, and you just got to listen to the news, which you just shouldn't do, right? Because it's full of all of that. And God says, that's not for you. That's not for you. I have something better for you. I have peace that I give you where no one will even understand how you can walk in peace in the midst of fiery trials. I give that to you. How do I give that to you? Well, don't be anxious to begin with. But bring everything by prayer and supplication. In other words, I'm giving it to God. I'm talking to God about it. I'm asking for it. And I'm thankful to God in whatever the circumstance. So it's my challenge today, though I don't have a resolution to what I'm going to do in the next day and a half, somehow God's got to take care of it. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know the outcome or all the things that are going to happen, but it is my challenge to be grateful to God for those things and grateful to people around me thankful for those people who are willing that I have people in my life that are willing to step up and say I'll let you do this or how about this did you check this you can borrow this you could do this those people are there and God says don't take that for granted be thankful and I am thankful for those people who are out there but that's the challenge that God says do it ask God for it And I give you peace about it. And you don't have to worry about it. I'll make it right. Doesn't say I won't have you work, right? Because sometimes you got to work to make things happen. But you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about it happening. God will give you peace. And why is that? Well, I love to tell this story because it is so, it illustrates so well. Corey Ten Boom uh, was in Nazi concentration camps. Her family was taken, her father and her sister with her. And she watched her father get taken away, her sister be killed in those concentration camps. She was in Ravensbrück. Uh, concentration camp and she watched terrible things happen and awful things and I think very often she just wished it was over in whatever way necessary just take me out of here but God had more things for her to do and one day she got an announcement over the loudspeaker that prisoner number blah, blah, blah is set for release. And that was her prisoner number. 
Now, come to find out, years later, the person who had written that down had transposed two numbers, and that was hers. She was not supposed to be released, according to the Nazis, but according to God, she was, right? Because God was in control of that person's hand that wrote it down, and God was in control of every step of the way. And that's where you understand, that's where you can Stop being anxious about things. Understand that God knows. The most complicated things, whether it's a fuel pump control module or it's anything in your life, he's very capable of taking care of it. He has all the resources. He has all the ability to deal with it. But he has asked you to say, I trust you. Whatever it is, wherever you want me to go. I'll trust that you have this for me. So she was released one day, and God didn't make a mistake then. And whatever is going on in your life, understand God is not making a mistake. Whatever difficult thing comes up, he's not making a mistake. He understands perfectly. He would love you to trust in him and ask him about it. He would love you to be thankful and look for those things in all other places. Look for the things you could be thankful for. Even if it's Amazon getting you apart, right? All those little things that God gives you in your life. There's lines and lines and rows of things that God has given you. But we get wrapped around this thing because right here is what's bothering me. Right here, right now. So we step back and we look and say, well, God, I guess I'm with you in this, whatever it is. However it's going to work, I'm just going to trust you. I'm going to believe that you've got it, and I'm going to be thankful that you've got it. And then we're going to step on. So thankfulness is really, really important. And I want to say that it's much more than just important. It's necessary. Let's turn to Romans as we finish up here, looking at thankfulness, Romans chapter number 1. Romans chapter 1. Paul opens the book of Romans, and he talks about the understanding of the world, uh, understanding God, how the world approaches God, oftentimes. And in this verse, uh, he has just basically come and said, you know, the world has all the information they need about God, just even in creation, to make a choice for God. They know that he's there. The evidence all stands, but some people don't make the choice. We're going to go to Romans chapter 1, verse number 21. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Here it is. This is where it starts out with a people, a group of people that know God. Or they know of him, at the very least. They know about him, maybe. 
But they forgot something very important. They forgot that he was in control. They forgot to be thankful. They forgot to acknowledge God. They may be very, very aware that there's a God, but they turn their back on him and say, eh, not interested. And this is a really important verse because it talks about what happens when you have knowledge of God, but turn your back on God and say, I'm not interested in what you have for me. I'm not interested in that. If you're not even, if you turn your back on him, don't glorify him as God. And then look at that if you're not thankful. They forgot to be thankful. And then what happened? That's the scary part of the verse, right? Neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. You become closed off, foolish in your thoughts when you don't think of God as being in control, when you don't approach God with a thankful heart. God says, you become foolish when you don't do that. You don't give God his rightful place, which is putting him in control and in charge. Instead, we turn around and we say, I won't do it. And God says, that's foolish to not do that. And not only that, but when you turn from God, it says it's foolish to forget to be thankful to him. And then their heart was darkened. There's something sinister about that. When you turn from God, you say, I won't. It's like you get a little darker inside. I won't do it. I'm not going to listen. When you ask God and you're thankful to God, he begins to show you that he's doing other things, right? If you put God in the right place in your life, he enlightens you. He brings about knowledge and understanding of things and people and situations. But when you say, I won't have God and I won't be thankful and I'm not going to do this, that enlightenment is not there. It's darkness and not understanding. Misunderstanding or just refusal to understand. So those things, it is important when you go to God to learn to be thankful. Thankfulness is more important than just a nice thing to have. It's very important and God says, you must know who I am. You must put me in the right place. You must be thankful. And those are for the people who have knowledge about God. Not even talking about the people who don't have knowledge. He says, they knew me and they weren't. And they became foolish. They knew about me but they chose to walk away. And so these are those things where God says, be thankful. It's important. In everything, give thanks and understand God is in control. He has everything taken care of. He is perfectly capable of handling your situations and my situations. Be thankful. Go to God. He can take care of it. He can take care of it. He can walk you through it and help you through it. Trust him. Be thankful. Pray regularly to God, even about the littlest things, and come to him with thankfulness.
with those thank you Jesus things. Thank you very much. Have a good day.